1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 947. Sketch 1,118. Talking head. I think it'd be good. Go on. We could uh, we could do a little sketch, and then everyone could listen to it. What do you reckon? Might work. Worst ideas yeah. in the world. Worth a yeah. shot, isn't it? So this is today's sketch, picked not at random. We've got so few left. I just went for the oldest one we haven't done, and it's effectively a monologue. Oops, sorry, I should have turned that off, <laughs> so you don't get any more alerts coming through during the day. Right, uh, it's effectively a monologue, and obviously I'm not going to do it myself. This is the the choosers prerogative uh, had a horrible feeling uh, i think i mean right at the start there's some guidance here mm. elderly woman a slight yorkshire twang would help here i think <laughs> so i'm gonna be brutally honest i don't think that simon's slight yorkshire twang is gonna cut the mustard uh, so yeah. that means turves you're doing that horrible feeling oh simon I... is that what people say in yorkshire no. it's more lancashire if anything actually isn't it chuck um, fair dinkum. You may love You may be the sound effects, Simon, as you're in a cheeky mood. Fine. And then That's you good. and I can both be all. So I get a bit to do as well. So let the uh, let the the turbid show commence. Oh Jesus, wept. <laughs> uh, can I do Yorkshire? You don't have to do it, Yorkshire, if you, if you haven't got it in you. Oh, I certainly haven't. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm trying to find a phrase to lead me in. Um, you just got to imagine that you're um, Thora Heard. That's probably the, the character, isn't it? <laughs> okay, Thora okay. Can you do Thora Heard? I can, I'll, can I have a go with Thora? Yeah, oh, let's see how it goes. We all have our old two-word horror stories, don't we? Mine is Surprise Party. After Gladys got too excited when leaping out from behind my replica Chippendale on my 65th and showered it in creme de month. I lost my joie de vivre pretty quickly that night, I can tell you. Half a tin of Mr Sheen, and you can still see the stain. It's shaped like Nile Mascuri, in profile, you know. For our peregrine, it's microwave supper. Everything always had to be homemade. No gravy granules, no oven chips, and ooh, the tantrum he had when I told him we bought in Marmite rather than making it ourselves. Screaming he was, ranting about how he had better yeast. Well, I chased him out of the kitchen with a turkey baster and a balloon whisk that day, and don't you try to pretend you wouldn't have done the same. So it was no surprise when he came to me one day saying he wanted to be a chef. His first taste of a professional kitchen was at Plonkers in York. Jazz club, downstairs, bistro, upstairs. He loved the pastry section best, and one day he came home all excited with his new invention. Perry's ping-pong eclairs, he called them. They were delicious. I could see he was really proud of them, but thing was, any fool could see they were profiteroles. And I told him that, ever so kindly. But, of course, he ignored me and showed them to his pastry chef, Gary, who must have laughed at him, I suppose. 
because according to what I heard, he sliced Gary's skull in two with the second largest cleaver. Imagine that, blood raining down all over the macaroons. I never heard about the killing before the police arrived. It was all over the newspapers and television, I suppose, but I don't read words. They're not for me, and I don't watch the news on TV ever since I was tricked by those spaghetti bushes. Anyway, Peregrine knocked at the door and said he was staying for a few days, which was odd, because it would mean he'd miss his jazzercise. He'd never get there in time for it here in Tadcaster. I only realised there was a problem when he made our tea. A particularly flaccid crook, monsieur. Not like our peregrine. I asked him what was wrong, but before he could answer, a SWAT team had rudely interrupted and whisked him away. It's a crying shame that no one will get to taste those profiteroles now. They really were divine. But peregrine will forever be known as a rage-crazed murderer, not a patissier. It's like when Wily Coyote stands before St. Peter on Judgment Day. It'll be his wanton violence he's best remembered for, not his remarkably realistic paintings of tunnels. I think Perry left the recipe in the kitchen. Let me just go and get it for you. Surprise! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday! Ah, you absolute cunts! <laughs> Actually, I can see where Peregrine gets it from. Ugh, those neck curtains will never come out clean. I mean, is that is that a, is that just an urban myth that blood is really difficult to clean? Ooh, I don't know if I've ever really bled onto anything that I've tried to wash. If I'm honest. I think it's probably I, I, I think you get stopping. a bit of Febreze would get the blood off anything. Maybe. Febreze? It's just aromas. Febreze. 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 Other cleaning it's products a... are also available. Sorry, are you telling me Febreze cleans things as well as just eradicates the odour? Because if this is true, this is like some news to me. I thought they might do some sort of detergent, but perhaps they are just a... I think they do. Some sort of odour... Preventing no, I device. don't think so. Not on th if they do, they keep it quiet on their website. Mm. Oh, well, sorry for Breeze. You're missing out there for Breeze, people. That's poor planning on their part. <laughs> Maybe it's um, deck wind. Mm. <laughs> so what, 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 how, how many... <laughs> it's desperate, it's desperate. <laughs> how many uh, like monologues have we done in shows? Oh, live? Hmm. A couple, two or three pure monologues. I mean, we've done a poem and things like that, but just someone's talking to the audience. There's not been many, has there? I'd say probably four or five. I've never written a monologue. I did. Who's most writer? Is Rich, you're the more monologist of us, I guess. Have you ever written one, Alistair? Yes, Lionel Brunch, which has been in a show. That's an Alistair. It wasn't me, monologue? wasn't me originally. I I did the rewrite, but, but oh, is that right? Oh, I think sorry. it was Dan who wrote the original on that one. But yes, so I have rewritten one and performed one uh, okay. to near universal silence. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe I should, maybe I should, as an exercise, try to write one. Hmm. It is yeah. hard because if you don't get them laughing in the first like forty-five seconds, then you've hmm. just got to go through it. You probably just <laughs> just. 
plowing away. There's no gear away. change, is there? They've, yeah, 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 they either love yeah. it from the start or they do not like it. Yes, it's a Challenging. tough one. That's a fun one. It turns out that that line about Wiley Coyote had been done before, sadly. Oh, like, I'm right. not saying Dan stole it, but then later on we found a, a meme, basically um, almost exactly the same wording, didn't we? Yes, that so that's a pity. Bell. That's a pity, because yeah. that is a good gag that Dan came up with there. It is nice, but yes, sadly, these things get into the public consciousness. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway, you've been listening to Talking Heads. Good night. And one day you might find yourself in a beautiful house. <laughs> 1,000 Sketches in 1,000 Days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Alistair Turvitt, Richard Catherall and Simon Tui. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow. Bennett, isn't it? But I'll carry on. He's from that area, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Manchester kind of way. I think. Yeah, he's from Manchester. Even as an Irish person, I know Manchester's not in Yorkshire. <laughs> no, but it's not far off.